You're listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 3800 Marlton Pike. For more information, check out circleofhope.net. We've been thinking about this scripture passage for the past couple weeks. Ben was talking about it, uh, where Jesus is asked a question, and he gives a really interesting response. I want to read it to you. Let me, let me read it. It's only a couple verses long, um, but I think, it's, I think it's worth reading out loud. So let me start. Jesus gets, this is like one of those, you ever see one of those videos on YouTube where it's like, this person destroys that person. <laughs> you ever see one of those videos? This is sort of one of the like Pharisees, right? You hear that? Teachers in Jesus' time. I think he was trying to destroy Jesus, you know? Like if it happened now, somebody would be filming it. More like his buddy would be filming it on his iPhone and be like, we're going to nail this guy. It's going to go viral, bro. So he comes up to Jesus and he says, all right, so here it goes, right? One of the teachers of the law, the destroyer, came and heard them debating. Jesus was kind of talking to a bunch of people. Uh, And he noticed that uh, Jesus had given them some good answers. I'm going to get this guy. He seems kind of smart. I'm going to bring him down. Maybe he wasn't like that. I like to think he was, though. (laughs) Um, so he thinks, this guy comes up and he's like, I'm going to nail him. Here, 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 here it comes. And he's, he asks Jesus, he's like, of all the commandments, which is the most important? So he's like, sum this whole thing up, right? Come on, tough guy. we got hundreds of laws, right? What's the best one? And he kind of sits back. You can, you can sort of imagine like, <laughs> right? Destroy moment engaged. So here's what Jesus says. Which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. This gets pretty cool. Not that that wasn't cool, but it gets even cooler. (laughs) Lord, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. And so the guy replies, you can sort of imagine, I'm like, damn. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot to that passage, right? We could spend like 20 years, 2,000 years maybe, (laughs) trying to get that. But I kind of want to focus in on one aspect of it tonight, okay? So... Um, yeah, we're just going to kind of look at one part. Jesus is kind of asking us, I think, uh, to love God with everything. He kind of he kind of hits it all, right? Like what Ben was saying. You might be like internally, okay, love your God, Pat. Okay, love your God. Just try to keep telling yourself that, reminding you, okay, okay, I love my, okay, I love the God. That's sort of that's the mind, and that's fine. Good place to be, good place to start, maybe. Um, but then he's talking about your heart and your soul. What's it mean to love something with your soul? What does that mean? Um, so that's one of the things that we're kind of looking at over this Lent season. You heard Ben say that Lent season, the past the, these few weeks kind of leading up to Easter. We're, th- we're thinking about maybe what are some other ways other than, Frank, be a good boy and love the Lord your God all the time. And don't forget it. 
Not that that's not necessarily a bad place to be, but we're looking at, we're trying to find the bigger thing. Might be a bigger thing. This idea of letting the light in, right? So it's kind of a metaphor. But I want to tell you a story where I think that happened to me this week. Let me tell you a story. Here's my story. So I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son. His name's Finn. He's awesome. And this week, we decided to go take him to the zoo, the Philadelphia Zoo. I don't know if you've ever been there. I had never been in the Philadelphia Zoo before. I've been in the Cape May Zoo. Josh would look at me like, what? Are you kidding me? I've never been in the Philadelphia Zoo. Been in the Cape May Zoo, like the Cape May Zoo, never been in the Philly Zoo. Have you guys been to the Philly Zoo? No? Okay. Haran, you're jealous of him? You're going to get even more jealous. Wait till, the, wait till you hear the story. You need, you need to be here. You absolutely need to be here. So I'd never been. I wanted to go. Finn loves animals, right? He loves animals. But his favorite animal is the lion. He loves the lion. He, I mean, he, he loves them all. He does. Camel. He likes camels. He can say pterodactyl. You know, he loves them all. But can the lion, he can, he's like, pterodactyl. <laughs> kind of like that. But he knows. He knows. He loves animals. So we go to the zoo, right? I like animals too. And I like the zoo. And, you know, having a two-year-old is a great way to just let the inner kid out, right? Yeah, let's go to the zoo. Elephants. <laughs> so we go to the zoo. And we're seeing all kinds of cool stuff. We saw a rhino. You know, we saw big turtles. All kinds of cool stuff. But the lion, he keeps asking, where's, you know, I see lions, lions. He keeps asking, well, we're getting there, right? We're kind of like uh, building up to it. Jen and I are terrible parents, you know, with that tension. <laughs> Hitch, Alfred Hitchcock parents. We're getting there, right? Lions, it's going to be good. And I'm like, you know, I'm, this is like my first child, and it's my first time taking him to the zoo. And he's only two and a half, but he might he might remember this in like his cells, you know? And I, I <laughs> and I, his in his his subconscious and i want him to i want this to be awesome you know so we go up to we finally come to like the cat area the big cats right and uh they have a lot of female lions and the female lions are all hanging out and they're you know they're beautiful and majestic and wonderful finn loves them he calls them the mommy lions he loves them right it's great but he keeps asking me where's the daddy lions i need that i need that the main, you know, where's the daddy line? So we're looking for the daddy line. We can't find him. You know, we're thinking maybe he's out. You know, he went to stop at McDonald's on the way or, you know, he's out. So we're looking for daddy line. And I'm kind of like, part of me is sort of like dying inside. <laughs> no, no, we're going to miss the daddy line. And I'm like asking the, the, uh, the, you know, some of the people that are hanging around, like, where's that daddy line? Uh, it should be right there somewhere. So. We go through the whole thing. We see some tigers. We see mountain lions. They're all wonderful, right? But we're looking for that daddy lion. We can't find them. And so we kind of resign. Okay, maybe next time, Finn. You're only two and a half. You won't remember this, right? <laughs> Forget about all that cell stuff. Uh, but as we're leaving, we're leaving the cat, going on to kangaroos or something. I don't know if you... All right, so you might know. The Philadelphia Zoo has these walkways that are like above you. You know, these walkways. They're really not that. They're probably like up here. They're not that far away. As we're leaving the final walkway, we look up. There's Daddy Lion. Oh, my gosh. But Daddy Lion's asleep. That lazy dude. He's sleeping. Right? He's just a, he's conked out in the walkway. There weren't many people at the zoo. 
that day. So we could go, we got like right up on him, you know. And I picked up Finn. I'm like, Dad, Dad, win for the win, right? Got him. Look, there's there's Daddy Lion. Nobody really around us. We're like, you know, he's like right there where that spotlight is. You ever been that close to a lion? <laughs> so I'm holding him, and we're feeling good. Like we could see him. He kind of looks like my cat, you know. It's cute, you know. But then Daddy Lion wakes up. He wakes up. And we're that close, right? And I see his head. He's like, Ugh. and part of me is like, Whoa. he wakes up. And here's what he does. He he sort of, Daddy Lion kind of wakes up like this. And he goes, looks around, and then he looks right at me. He looks, right? He looks down right at me. Lion, apex predator. The caveman in me is like, run! Right? But... In all seriousness, uh, like, this is going to sound cheesy, but hang in there with me. A shockwave hit me. Like, whoosh. I, I was just, I was froze. And it was a spirit, it was a totally spiritual moment. I am sort of, I have kind of a bias because I love the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> if you know that, you know Aslan, and you know Aslan is God. So I see God looked at me as I'm holding my son. And it was a, it was an intense spiritual moment. And it was, I felt God in my heart and in my soul. And it was, my mind was way, was caveman. My mind was way gone. My strength, zero strength against apex predator. It was, it was awesome. I started to cry. I turn around and look at Finn and he's like looking at something else. I actually filmed it on my phone, and you can hear the moment where I see him, and you hear me go like, oh, God. Like, you hear it happen, and then uh, and then it's like 30 seconds of silence and just this beautiful, wonderful God looking at me. And then you see in the in the video, I, like, turn and look at Finn. I'm like, Finn, and he's looking around at something, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Look at the line. He's right there. I'm, like, chastising my son. So... I think that might have been that might have been a, a little piece of what Jesus was talking about in that scripture, right? What do you think? But here's the thing. I think these kinds of things happen to us or at least are available to us all the time. You know? But I don't think we often see them. Uh because we're we're jammed up maybe. Our eyes aren't open enough. Every once in a while, you know, your eyes get opened enough where you can have it was silly i went to the zoo and i saw a lion you know but it was in that it was it was way more than that to me in that moment and i think it was because my eyes were just just open enough to have that happen right but i was thinking man i want this all the time what a great feeling what's getting me stuck you know what's getting me stuck what what blocks us you know, you might be, you might, you might have a similar experience that, that you can think of where something like that happened and you, and you almost felt, man, I would love to just be there all the time. Why can't I be there? Maybe there's something that's blocking you. So a good question might be, what is blocking us? What are some things that are blocking us from having that moment, right? It doesn't have to be God. It can be God with an extra O. God O, 
<laughs> or good. That's what I was going for. I knew I knew Chad was going to get me on Gato. But all right, so I want to tell you another story that also happened to me this week because we're talking about getting blocked up, right? I mean, I miss these all the time. And I want to I want to give you this piece because you might be thinking, okay, Pat, blocked, jammed. What do you mean? What are you talking about? So let me tell you something that happened a few days before this week. Again, another story. Bear with me. It's, it'll be good. We went to the zoo on Thursday. On Tuesday, my wife Jen and I, we bought a new car. Yes. More we, jealousy. More jealousy. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. I'm sorry. I'm done. We bought a new car. So um, I went with Jen to the dealer. I was telling Adam about this earlier today. I went with Jen to the dealer. And we're trying out some, I don't, I've never bought a car before. You look, I mean, come on. I've never bought a car before, right? So, but we bought a car and we're looking at cars. We go to the dealership and there's car salesman. I hear about car salesmen all the time. I actually met one, you know, and um, we're trying out cars. And this is going to be Jen's car, right? So the idea is Jen's just going to, this is the way Jen is. She's, Intuitive. She's going to sit in it and she's going to say, this is the one. Right? And that's what happened. We tried a few cars. We were trying them out. Yeah, I'm not feeling it, not feeling it. She sat in one and she was like, this is it. I want to buy this car. So me trying to be, I don't know what I was trying to be, but I try, I start haggling. You ever, you ever try to haggle a car salesman? Yeah, right? I haven't, but I tried. Gave it a shot, right? So I'm like, I used to do tires, right? So I'm like, I'm going to go after tires because I can, it's the only thing about cars that I can talk about with, that, sound, that might sound like I have any clue what I'm talking about. So I'm like, these, these tires look, I don't know if they got, you know, they got like four 30 seconds of tread on there, bro. Like, uh, what do you say? Maybe, uh, maybe you throw another, through, you know, new pair of shoes on there. We'll call this a day. Right? That was exactly what I said. So I'm trying to get this guy to, to like knock 500 bucks off the price or something, right? And for me, it's like, there's a bunch of things going on. Maybe there's like some macho stuff. You know what I mean? Maybe a little bit of that. This is like, I'm like the husband, right? And even though I'm like a house husband <laughs> and she's buying this car for herself, I'm like, I, you know, I, I wanted to ha have something in it. I wanted, you know what I mean? I wanted to get a piece of it somehow. So I'm trying to haggle the guy and I feel like I'm getting somewhere. He's like, okay, I'll see what we can do. And I'm like, yes. Right, you go see what you can do. Right, <laughs> feeling good. But we, but we have this moment, right, where we kind of have this macho moment, where there's a standoff, a showdown. The guy sort of pulls the John Wayne on me, and for you know, uh, Pat versus car salesman, <laughs> UFC. You know, it's kind of like one of those moments. And we and we have a moment, and he's like, "This is this is the line. What are you gonna do?" And I blinked right i backed down i submitted i tapped right and i felt really bad about that you know i felt like embarrassed and i felt ashamed and i felt stupid you know like what's this kid coming in here trying to haggle me yeah okay i'll you know i'll entertain you for a minute and then i'm gonna you know and i just felt and it didn't we didn't i didn't we didn't get new tires. We didn't get any money knocked off the price. He totally was like, what we'll do is um, if you need new tires, just come back here. We'll give you a discount. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sounds great. 
right? Feeling pretty, feeling pretty dumb. So it's stupid. I know it's stupid, but it like it kind of like I don't know. It hit something in me that was soft, and I know myself well enough now to know that this was gonna bother me. You know what I mean? You ever had that happen where it's like ah, this is gonna bother me? It's gonna be this is gonna be here for a couple years. <laughs> it was gonna bother me. I just knew it was gonna bother me. I went home and I was just totally, totally tone shift, right, for the whole night. I'm feeling weird. I actually start like, I'm getting impatient with Finn, you know. I'm like taking it out on my two-year-old already, you know. I got at least wait till he's 13 to, you know, take stuff out on him. <laughs> and, and it was just really bothered me. So what I did was I tried to do something a little different. We're talking, to, you know, that's what we're talking about this, this time is something, uh, try to break the cycle maybe, you know. Um, normally I would just have internalized it or like tried to rationalize it, you know. Well, he's not as good as on guitar as I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something like that, right? But I did something different. So I called somebody. It was like 10 o'clock at night and I called somebody. I called Bryce. Many of you know Bryce. I called him. And I called him for two reasons. One, I knew he would understand what I was talking about. And he's a spiritual guy. He's a spiritual friend. I called a spiritual friend. I think that's part of it, too. And two, he wasn't going to make me feel better about it. You know, I knew that he wasn't going to be like, it's OK, Pat. You're a good boy. He wasn't going to coddle me, you know, but he was going to understand. And and I didn't want to be coddled. I just wanted to like, nah. I, I didn't know I was looking for something. So I talked to Ben. Uh, I, I talked to Bryce and we talked on the phone for like a half hour and it was great. And he and I. Had a wonderful conversation and he shed some, he helped, he helped some light come in on that. You know, we just did this thing with the balloons. Maybe you thought it was cheesy, but that's what we did. You know, those silly green balloons shined in on that thing that was going to get me for weeks. You know, it's going to get me for weeks. So the reason why I'm telling you that is because what I think happened was I got unstuck for long enough to have my Aslan moment two days later that I think I might have missed if I hadn't done that. You know, I might have missed that. We're talking about these things. They're available to us. I think they really are all the time, you know. But things are getting in our way. We've got these black curtains that, that are in front of it, you know. And I had that stupid car dealer was going to be that curtain in front of it. And all I did, this genius, sophisticated Right, mature. I just called a friend. I called a spiritual friend. I, I called somebody that I knew. You ever have one? Do you have a? You have a friend that you might call like a spiritual friend. You do. You know, they're like one of those people where they're like, you're just talking to them about like the Phillies, and like within two minutes, God comes into it. And you're like, oh, we're gonna talk about Jesus. Okay, all right, that's cool. <laughs> Marcus is like, yep, yeah, I know one of those too. I called one of those. That was it, and we had a conversation. That's all. That's all it took. You know, it's that easy. And, and, and I think that's just a little piece of what Jesus is talking about. Loving the Lord your God with your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect drop-down at circleofhope.net.